Oh, I could just do with another cream egg, but I need a magnifying glass in order to see it. Oh, there it is behind that frozen pea. Hello, welcome to the show, Colourful Conversations with Mark and Pete. This is the show dedicated to religion, politics and business. On this week's show, we pose the question, are we being conned by retailers? Mm. Well, it is not surprising that if you're a consumer and you're wandering up and down the aisles of any retailer, you might start to think, hold on, has the world changed dramatically? Yes, it appears as though certain products may have shrunk. Well, this is not a perception. This is actually a reality. The Office for National Statistics have actually said that there is certain thing that's going on. It's something called shrinkflation. Well, I'm going to get clergyman Pete's view on this in a little while, but I just thought to myself, surely this is driving the consumer absolutely crazy. Are we really being conned here or is it just we're going mad and we're seeing things? Maybe not. This is a little observation called Dear Shrink. My mind has started blinking from something I've deduced. Consumer brands are slowly shrinking, leaving less to be induced. It's left my stomach sinking, knowing all goods now produced, from foods to things for drinking, in packets are very loose. But one thing's got me thinking, that it's quickly coming home to roost, and it's greedy and simply stinking. The damn price has not reduced. <laughs> yeah. Yours with stomachs, small wonder. Well, clergyman Pete, yes. I know there yeah, you are yeah. stopping away to yourself, hmm, you've had a hearty meal. But perhaps you realise that over 2,500 products that you keep buying each week are actually much smaller now. What yes. do you think about that? Yes, well, businessman Mark, I, if I'm buying 2,500 products a week, I think um, obviously I need, to, um, I need to slim down. Right. So thank goodness that, for example, let's take an example and shame someone, Thank goodness that Toblerone have put bigger gaps um, between oh, the yes. peaks on their on their Toblerone because otherwise I'd be eating too much. Of course, thankfully uh, they still take the same amount of money out of my pocket. Otherwise, it wouldn't feel right. Uh, they're just typical, aren't they? In the the problem with it is that uh, it it feels, looks, tastes like a scam because mm. of the pricing and the packaging. The packaging, it looks yeah. the same. The price looks the same. The only difference is you're getting less Toblerone for your buck. And that's... Well, let's just take Toblerone just at a moment because I want to I want to clash out. How smaller do you think the Toblerone has shrunk by? Oh, okay. Well, I, I, uh, I've I got one in front of me here, obviously. I always, always have a Toblerone mm, on my desk, obviously. Um, yeah. And it looks to me like it's 50% smaller. Oh, 50%? It, no, well... That is what it looks like. <laughs> but I suppose well, that's is, true. The base is about, so I'm going to say because the base is the same, it's the number of. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say 30%. 30%. Well, actually, no, no, that would be bad. That would yes, be bad. Exactly. But it's actually 12% well, that it has. Yes, yeah, so this. Now, looks I, I would worse like to make, make a point here that 12% is 
is what it has shrunk by. But it says here, this is, as you quite rightly say, it's the largest basis between the Triangular Mountains. Well, clearly, if the price has uh, not changed, somebody's making mountains of profits here. So yes. the... Well, it looks what, like someone's what is eating going them. on. Do you feel conned as a consumer, thinking that you're getting the same for your money? Well, yes, and I think you do too. I notice. I know. Obviously, we're both Toblerone fans here. Oh, uh, indeed. And we like to say that. When well, we're I criti- now eat the cardboard to get my yeah. value. Yes, we like to say <laughs> that worth. when we're criticising them, so as not to be sued. But you know, we're big Toblerone yeah. fans. But we um, uh, we're missing out uh, quite obviously. Now, it's not that you know if it's delicious chocolate and you want to pay that amount fair enough uh but we don't want to pay that <laughs> we don't want to pay that amount we wanted we wanted to pay the, uh, that amount for a certain amount of chocolate confection and yeah now <clears throat> is it a scam well i can see how legally you can get away with it because you say well it's a voluntary transaction just don't buy toblerone but the problem mm. is with brand loyalty being what it is, people often do. Now, full disclosure, of course, uh, I don't have a Toblerone at my desk, and I don't particularly like it. But um, I, uh, I, but don't tell Toblerone. But but no. uh, if you have, you here, know, there folks. were certain things that I, you know, like to buy. You know, mm. you get used to the habit of buying them, and they benefit. The company benefits from that relationship. You know, people buy yes. Toblerone not because it's the best chocolate necessarily. But they've got used to it. They liked its amusing shape. They started buying it or getting it as a big treat when they were younger. And now it's changed. And that relationship has been abused. So I don't see it as much as a scam as an abusive relationship. Well, from a commercial point of view, there's one thing that you mentioned which we should point out is that there is nothing that they are doing which is illegal no, because no, what they are doing is they're clearly stating how much uh, ingredients are in the packets and the weight, the grammage, as well as the price. So there's nothing that they're doing which is, is wrong from the manufacturer's point of view. Where I think if we take the pretense of this whole show, which is the retailer, because what the retailer hasn't done is actually educated the, the retailer, uh, sorry, the actual consumer to say, well, actually, these products are now smaller. Yes. Now, of course, we know why, because obviously, as you said, brand loyalty, if you if you happen to be picking up a bar, certain yeah. bar of chocolate. And incidentally, we just want to mention here, it is not just about chocolates. It's about toilet rolls, coffee, fruit juice, yes, which right. we'll name in a minute, yeah, because this has yeah, already yeah, been published. Yeah, so I just said that uh, you know, Toblerone, and I picked on Toblerone because it was so blatant. <laughs> You know, it's the old missing out yeah, bits yeah. of the of the chocolate. Well, I'm slightly worried on uh, just taking the point here because I'm going to name another brand here, which is has fallen into the similar trap, but actually has implications here. But say, for example, you have toilet rolls. Andrex, a very well known but premium toilet uh, manufacturing um, product, well, yes, and um, yeah. I, I'm just going to say that um, if you bought uh, one of these and you were caught short somewhere, um, you'd hope that um, perhaps. <laughs> That there were, you weren't um, uh, perhaps without your product, um, knowing that before there used to be 240 sheets per roll. How many sheets do you think you can now get? Okay, um, I'm going to go, sir. Uh, what did you say? It was 240 before? Yes, uh, so that's I'm how gonna, it was. I'm going to say that it's maybe uh, 220 now. Well, 
luckily for you, it's 221. So well, <laughs> don't I've, eat too much chocolate, otherwise you'll have your fine. So you'll exceed The reason I said that cheap. was I thought I was going down by about the same percentage. But yeah. totally now, what about things like um, juice? I mean, we all like some fruit oh, juice every now and then. But Tropicana. Now, at one time, if I when I, I do definitely like orange juice, etc. And um, one of the things I always assumed that when you buy that carton of juice, you think that's a litre, surely, and you'd pay your, your money accordingly. Well, it used to be one litre. Well, how many um, milliliters do you think it is now? Um, so it's obviously reduced. Yes, it's not uh, more than it's one It's now litre. 810. <sighs> no, it is slightly more. It's now 850. But neither oh, way, I mean, that's 150 close. milliliters. I mean, that's, that's, that's a, quite a few gulps of orange juice yes, isn't no. you're missing there. And then let's, let's go yeah. to the last one, which yeah. is uh, McVitie's Biscuits. Oh, yes. Now, we're going to do it in grammage terms here. So it's not the number of biscuits, but it's just the weight here. It used to be 332 grams. Now, that was for one packet of biscuits. How many gram in, grams do you think it um, constitutes today as a typical pack? Uh, so, so, so wow. uh, well, what was it to start with? I, I missed it. What was it? 332 grams. I say 300. Bang on. Well, that's extraordinary. Your stomach knows how to yeah, measure yeah, I know. the yeah, biscuits. Yeah. That's exactly oh, it. I can't be So it yeah. does does raise the question um, for those companies who are looking at standards what this um, what this really means so companies such as which the standards body which um, uh, operates in certainly in the United Kingdom has clearly raised some questions about the efficacy around is it really right to be able to take a product a well-known brand and significantly reduce it. So we're not talking about major problem. Uh, you know, just a sorry. We're not just talking about a, a little problem. We're talking about a major problem yes. here. We're talking about in some cases um, between ten and twenty percent reductions on products. Now, one of the issues here is that these are prepackaged items, and so you don't notice, for example, the weight, or uh, in this case, or the size, or the number of sheets. You don't notice it because you buy the package. Yes, you buy the package. So. If the weight is reduced, it might be written there, but what you're buying mm. is the package. So I think it is deceptive in that way. Now, in the Bible, it tells us uh, in, in, in several places this is an important issue that I've mentioned on Mark and Pete several times, and uh, I see it as a basis, this, this principle in the Bible, uh, as a basis for the whole of trade, really. Uh, the Bible says, You shall do no wrong in judgment in measurement of weight. All capacity, you shall have just balances, just weights, a just ether, and a just hin. So these are the old uh, measurements of weight. Yes. And and the, by just, it means uh, absolutely fair and doesn't change. Mm. And elsewhere... I think it's just uh, a con. Yeah, elsewhere, Deuteronomy 25, 13, it says, you shall not have in your bag different weights, a large and a small. The idea over there, mm -hmm. there is that you would have different ones... So people think they were getting a big amount and you wear it a small amount. Exactly what's happening in this case. The Bible says that God doesn't like it. And no. also that this is a wrong way to behave. This was uh, God uh, structuring uh, the, uh, the Hebrew nation in order for them to be able to have a successful economy. When this creeps in, people stop to start to stop trusting 
the traders. And when you stop trusting uh, traders, when that uh, element of trust goes out, a whole system can fall apart. I think it's more serious uh, yes. in its in its ramifications where it could end up. It's more serious where it could yes. lead. Uh, the the this not being able to trust manufacturers, especially if they're your favourite ones, that this hits home. That uh, it could have big problems are uh, um, to do with how we trade in the future. As soon as that level of trust dips yes. down uh, or eventually disappears. Well, Let's take it from the other angle, because from a commercial point of view or a business point of view, one of the things that's fueling this is, of course, the cost of ingredients. Now, what a lot of manufacturers will say is that the cocoa bean has in, uh, increased in value. Shipping costs have also increased. And also, actually, the manufacturing and product uh, packaging has also increased, particularly with regulation, where there is more um, scrutiny on how much packaging we put around products. But what I find slightly... Um, um, sorry, untasteful, is a, a product that um, you may or may not like yourself. Um, packets of Maltesers, well, now they have um, certainly uh, appealed to many people. I think they're quite Moorish. Now, remarkably, they've shrunk from 121 grams to 103, which is a reduction of 15% before you start getting your calculator out. But what I find more remarkable is what Mars, who are the makers of uh, what they've said, and they said um, that it was a way of helping consumers afford the product. And I'm thinking to myself, um, no, that's wrong. The very thought, <laughs> the very thought, the twisted mindset that that could help the consumer afford the product doesn't make sense to me. No. Now, I understand that ingredients can fluctuate um, in many ways, um, depending on what the product is. But I think that the way that let's come back to the, the differential here. Manufacturers, I understand, have to produce a product. They have to make a profit. But where I have the issue is the way that the retailers position things. Remember, they're selling products online, on television, on radio, and many other forms, trying to sort of push their buy one, get one free deals, combined with luring you into the, the store. So the con, what is, in my opinion, the con? I think it's the way that um, they're positioned in the store, because it appears as though it's the same product, and it isn't. And that's the difference for mm, me. Yes. Um, now, some of the retailers will say that there are clear price differentials displayed. However, I'm going to also say, for anyone who has done any sort of consumer research programs, you will know that a lot, not all, but a lot of consumers won't always look at the detail. They will look at the price, but they won't necessarily look at the detail. So they might see that a product might be, say, for example, a pound, and they'll put it into their shopping basket. But what they wouldn't realize necessarily that is actually getting less for their money. Yes, and I think that's the difference. So for me, I think that there is a con, um, but accepting that, of course. A lot of the retailers are under a lot of pressure at this moment, but the uh, competition's strong competition. And also the fact that um, regulation, um, we have to also mention this. Um, I know that in one of our recent shows we were talking about is regulation stifling business. But regulation definitely determines that you have to have clearly labeled products, you have to have clearly labeled ingredients, you have to make it clear whether the, they are um, meeting certain standards. Now, the fact is, is that I also believe that where you have established brands or certainly 
that if there's a major change in a product line, it's the same brand, perceived to be the same product. In my opinion, I think there should be some form of labeling to make it clearer that this has changed. Yeah. Because otherwise, um, and I understand there's a lot of labeling, and believe me, at this moment, can confuse the consumer. But there has to be a better way, in my opinion, of showing that a, a standard product, an established product, whether it's a Mars bar, whether it's a Maltesers pack, whether there's a pack of uh, or a tub of Tropicana juice, it's a well-established brand, and the consumer should be informed better, in my opinion. Yes. But that's just my opinion. Yeah, well, just in closing, there, just um, I want to make one final point about the the motivation be- of these companies. What's behind these changes they've been making in recent years, and it's down to research. I mean, it, it's this is um, a, dis- a deliberate decision based on evidence that people do not change their brand there's a brand loyalty we we just we we're hoodwinked into it we don't really have a relationship with mr tobalone or mr cream egg you know we don't there is no relationship there really there's no reason to be loyal and yet some sentimental part of us keeps us loyal and i used to work in uh, market research sort of um at the coalface you know i used to go and oh, yes. do these knocking uh, on the door do the service knocking on doors stopping in the people in the street and yes, one of the getting... surveys I did was was asking people whether they would buy a certain packet of mints, and uh, there were different, mm. uh, you know, different mints on offer. And first, you were asked which was your favourite brand, and then you'd be you, the price would be adjusted such that another one was cheaper. And for most people, uh, they would stay loyal sometimes to the end. You know, they're paying ludicrous amount; just they wouldn't change. Yeah. Whereas one or two uh, other people, who uh, <laughs> in fact people you and I know, Mark, um, friends of ours, um, a particular friend of ours um, who shall be nameless, but you will know what the listeners went, changed with increments of a penny. You changed it to a side amount. Oh no, I'll have that one instead. There. Oh, no, 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 I'll have that one. Uh, no, 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 don't you? What, I thought you liked that man. I said, yeah, yeah, I did, I did, but I can't be bothered if it's gonna. <laughs> cost me more so uh, i mean but he's unusual um uh, we'll introduce yeah, there's you not the chance of the exchequer <laughs> we'll introduce you to him one day <laughs> listeners. but the um the that is unusual he's an unusual personality most people will have that loyalty to a particular brand and the the evidence shows that people do that therefore these brands and the companies behind them are taking advantage of you this is a con yes well, it is, and I think that um, to our dear friend, who I think is a rarity, where the purchasing decision is based upon price, um, is very rare. And and it's interesting that um, quite a number of shows, actually, that we've seen um, where they've been trying to sort of educate the consumer a little bit better in terms of doing the taste test. Um, there's a well-known show, I won't necessarily go into the detail, um, on a well-known broadcasting um, site that basically goes in, analyzes um, a family's buying habit per year. And what they've noticed is, is that when they actually um, do a blind taste test, that actually the consumer often won't necessarily select the uh, their favorite brand choice, um, just purely on taste. And, and I think it's, um, that's the power of marketing. 
that's of course some, something which um, we're all subject to at some point in our lives. Um, and remarkably, um, if we were to reassess how much we're spending on some of our goods, perhaps what we think are our favorite brands, but we could get cheaper brands elsewhere, we could save hundreds, if not thousands of pounds um, per year. So I think, um, yeah, now with the economy being what it is and um, in the slightly more austere times, perhaps we should all um, start thinking about um, the way that we select our products. But I come back to the uh, wandering up and down the um, the aisles of the, of the retailers' um, stores. This is an interesting one, isn't it? Because one of the things that's also been heavily um, uh, highlighted in the media in particular is the techniques to get you to the checkout desk. And this is the uh, the point about the packaging of offers. So we've been talking about individual products, but actually what's also, if we expand it, is actually the bundling of deals, the buy two uh, products and get one free. Mm. When in actual fact, when you actually assess what you're getting, if you were to buy individual products, you'd probably get more for your money. So this is where the con comes in sometimes, that just because you're buying a bundled deal doesn't always necessarily mean you're getting the best offer. Mm, So it's really digging deep into those little price labels, folks, Uh, and uh, and that might – hold you in good stead for when you get to the checkout because that's usually a a real surprise as opposed to the mark and pete show which is worth every penny or cent that we make you pay for it absolutely yes indeed yes quite right yes 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 and believe me there is nothing shrinking from (laughs) 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 folks we're exactly the same size as when you started listening to us the the one thing I will say is is that actually in some places it's actually growing. Yes, it's growing. Yes, well, too many Cadbury's cream eggs. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, uh, listeners, what not toe blowing because that's less <laughs> less calories these days. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Well, look, uh, listeners, do you feel as though you're a vic- victim of uh, shrinkflation? Have you been conned by your local store? What do you think? Why not let us know and uh, drop us a line on Mark and Pete. Follow us at Mark and Peter on Twitter, and we'd love to uh, engage in, in colourful conversations. So join yes. us next time for enjoyable and tasty and healthy and clear <laughs> conversations with Mark and Pete. Where's that cream egg? Oh, yummy. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.